0: Welcome to Fashion Your Seatbelt, your first class seat to one-on-one conversations with the fashion industry's top voices. I'm Jessica Michaud, and I created this podcast to share the joy I have in getting to know all the amazing people who bring this creative, inventive, and extraordinary business to life. You'll get to hear the cadence of their voices, the sound of their laughter, and feel firsthand how passionate they are about what they do. Also, I just want to remind you to leave a review. Stars are really trending right now. And it helps other very stylish listeners like yourself find the show. Now, buckle up and let's get started. Anna Villa Russo is a fashion force of nature. To the uneducated, she is the eternal star of the concrete catwalk. The colorful, upbeat, and sometimes outrageous outfit she wears to the fashion week she attends are always the must-get shots for those photographers that stalk the streets outside the show venues. But for those who know Anna, she is much more than a fabulous clothes horse. She is one of the industry's leading stylists and art directors. After getting a master's degree in fashion at Domus Academy in Milan, Anna had the good fortune, right at the start of her career, to cut her teeth at Vogue Italia, under the watchful eye of its longtime editor-in-chief, Franca Zotzani. There, she spent 18 years honing her skills and working alongside all of the biggest photographers of the 80s and 90s. Then in the year 2000, she was tapped to become the creative director of Luomo Vogue, before going out on her own as a creative consultant in 2006. She is also currently the fashion editor-in-large of Vogue Japan, creating one iconic cover image after another for the magazine. Throughout her career, Anna has been paying forward the generosity and mentorship she received from Sotsani to up-and-coming stylists. Many of her former assistants have gone on to their own successful careers in the industry after being trained up by Anna. And three years ago, she took the concept of giving back even further by becoming the international brand ambassador of the Instituto Marangoni, teaching its students from around the world about how to telegraph their sartorial ideas through visual storytelling that both grabs the viewer's attention and makes them dream. Full disclosure, I have known Anna for years, and she is hands down one of the most positive, heartfelt, and generous people working in fashion today. You can always count on Anna to find a way to make any situation fun and unforgettable. Anna, thank you, grazie mille, for doing this with me. I I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so
1: much, Jesse, for you everything.
0: I want to go back to the beginning, you know, you're calling me from Puglia, Um, you know, you're Italian born and bred. Tell me about your connection to fashion when did it start? when was that first calling? No, no I born
1: like that. I born in fashion <laughs> I born uh, obsessed by fashion uh, because um, I feel it uh, I, I was a very very small a very like a kid like three old but I was obsessed by images uh, uh, beauty, clothes, uh, jewels everything uh, made me dreaming. Uh, I was obsessed by it and, my, and I was a, a good observer and I was really in observe every different kind of style of woman or, or style or men, of course. Uh, but I was fascinated by this language, which is different from reality. I thought life and reality is very tough for me. And this was already my escape and became my passion and became my job, luckily. But this was an escape to um, dreaming uh, in, in another kind of beauty, a kind of life, because uh, I think, uh, and now I, uh, I'm sure, uh, reality can be very, very rude. And for me, um, for, for me, for everyone, having a passion, uh, you can put all your energy there. You can feel uh, protected, protective. because uh, when you have a passion, it's like having a super, um, super hero, you no? Know? superpower because you became a more, um, um, no vulnerable, no vulnerable, more escape. You know, look look you know, When you get in a trouble, when you get in a reality, when you get in, a, if you have some passion, you can really be protected by. Uh, if you, the passion became also your obsession or your job, it's better to say your job, even better, because you really put yourself mm-hmm. in all your energy um, boxes. And, he, and you became more protected.
0: So fashion is a way of escapism, it's a way to get away from things every day. Yeah,
1: yes. But also when you're born, I, I think you, when you're lucky, you born with some so some passion, uh, because that, that's became a, some a goal in your life. Also, you I build all my life, all my career, all my culture in thinking about that one. Be you're working in fashion, be a journalist in fashion. I was very focused. I think this is helped a lot when you're young. If you have this kind of um, feeling, it's something that is like having a light in the darkness because in the beginning, you don't know very well where you're going to go. But if you have some uh, really wish, I make my wish. Uh, and I was uh, built every... Uh, after you also understand after, no? when you when it's done, you, you go back and you see, ah, oh, that's why. That's why I made that step. That's why. and I was lucky because my father, my family supported me a lot. And then after my after finish my university in Bari, in my in south of Italy, I moved to Milan to make um a, uh, to make um, a master in fashion at uh, Domus Academy uh, with Gianfranco Ferré as a teacher. Then that was a very also chance, no? a really good chance. I always have, having a chance to meet a right person a mentor in my life mm-hmm. right away since i in the, at the school since at the university also university I have a very great great combination of people give me a lot of advice give me a lot of um, um, a great example mm-hmm. then when I'm arrived to milan, Gianfranco Ferrer was believing me right away, he said to to me, you had to go for it. You are really perfect to, to be a journalist, blah, blah, blah. And uh, in fact, he introduced me to Franca okay. at the time. Okay. Uh, after this, this year, because it was one year at the Fashion Master Academy, mm-hmm. uh, after that, he, he, he suggests me, he suggests to Franca, say you had to see this guy, this girl, because Franca was looking for a new fashion team mm-hmm. at the time because he took uh, Vogue Italia. Then I have all, I had really, really great step in my life. Or and it was and, right and what
0: was it like? What was it like meeting at the first time you met her? What was that like? Because when I met Susie for the first time, I had no idea that she was Susie Menkes. I, but you love fashion, <laughs> so you knew you knew who you were. I, meeting, you. Know
1: I knew it. everything. No, no, no. I was prepared. I was because I was already spent one year in Milano in this fashion academy. Then you are already getting familiar with all all the with all the Italian big uh, hero. Mm-hmm. But of course I was obsessed by Vogue. And when Franca took Italian Vogue, I just stepped out from the Academy. And she was doing an interview for get a new fashion team. That, that's why I was so lucky to be there. And John uh, Franco said, "You should you should see Franca." And I came to have a little interview. but I was uh, like that. I was like I was in Santa Maria. It probably like terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. Because I knew, I knew this was my chance mm-hmm. to meet her. Because she was she's she was an an, an idol mm-hmm. uh, for all our, our generation. Because she was young, full of energy, very cool. You know, she was a. Um, she was very modern. She very punk. No, she, she in that way. She no was an ordinary chief of, of Vogue. She was a really young. Took this place. It used to be very institutional. It took and make a revolution. Yeah, she was. Magazine. She was.
0: She was a rebel for sure. She was an absolute rebel and was she a was rebel her whole career for sure. How, Thanks what, God. Yeah, thanks
1: everyone knows her. How she was looking forward uh, in every single thing. Mm-hmm. Now, also when you go back, uh, you see. Listen, but how she was incredible, uh, uh, incredible uh, visionary. Punk, uh, yeah, visionary punk in the way she breaks the rules. She she start to make a revolutionary with no money. We was uh, at the beginning of the 90s. I remember we was. Uh, uh, in the beginning of the, um, probably the fashion uh, new wave, but we don't have money in Italian Vogue. I remember we starting with just a lot of passion, a lot of um, talent, no? Yes, but no desire, money. no
0: money, and lots of desire and passion. No, yeah, that was fantastic. What, yeah. What did she teach you? I mean, you know, you're just coming out of school. Yeah, to be you're... bra,
1: to be bold, to be bold. She teach me. The first interview was like that. Do you like uh, this? You like it to work in fashion? I said, "This is my dream. I can die for." She said, "Okay, you can die for. Listen, there is a part in a part where you can get really, you can really die. It's a part very ter- terrible." I say, "I'm ready for." It. And she in teach me the uh, really the best thing. I one, one of the million things, but one is be bold. Never be brave. Never thinking about too much. Maybe, no, maybe, no, go for it, but uh, nothing impossible because I, as I told you, we, we, I travel, I was, uh, I was traveling, no assistant, no iPhone, no smartphone, no smartphone, no iPhone. I was, my English was terrible, not, not now even, but it was terrible, Jesse terrible. I was so shy in the La Pugliese from south of Italy, Go in Miami, work with all this British photography, talking like I was like, listen, like that. But I made it because I, I was thinking about it. I was just do it with all my strength, with all my concentration. And she said say, to, and also I said to, to her, Frank, I don't, I don't speak very well English. She said, who cares? You go to learn, 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 learn during your job. all right she said, she, she also, the people from the passions, mm-hmm. not for the what curriculum. The oh, oh. Yeah, so, yeah. And should teach us uh, to make it in the in that desperate way, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, because you had to make your dream happen. After twelve years with her, twelve, I don't have any any fear about. I was so I was so impavido. I was so lancillotto, come to say. I was like a warrior. Warrior. Yeah, a warrior. Fashion warrior. See, because I, I didn't have any fare. I was uh, very confident to make it in any case. No worry, no money, no assistant. No. I don't know how we made a, a production without phone. We was working still with the fax machine. I remember? You remember? Uh, in the nineties, was yeah. I don't know how we made it. I don't know, but we made it, what? and uh, that was my school.
0: From your time with her, those twelve years at Vogue, what are some of your highlight memories? I remember you did a—if my memory is right—you did a, an amazing shoot with Helmut Newton, where in the end you became a model. Yeah. But what what were your big memories, the takeaways that you still hold in your heart as as great? Models? Yeah, I mean, I have
1: a I have, I have so much more memory because this ninety moment, this was a really golden age of fashion. I always say I had the opportunity to work with the highest people in fashion as a photographer journalists, people, celebrities, fashion icon. We have this chance because we was few Vogue at the time. We was a few people making production, shooting. Then we had the really lucky, because uh, one of that is Helmut Newton, for example, but that's what or, Maisel, or Arthur Elgorto. But I can tell you, I have a, such an incredible curriculum. When I talk to my assistant and, and, and talking about anecdote, uh, about photography that we work with, uh, I, can tell, I can tell the story forever because it's such an interesting moment. It was 12, 12 years, very full, plus I was traveling like crazy. Mm. i was always doing in production in the world i never in milan i was never in milan she, she, we was talking a few at uh, the phone but i was traveling around the world to make all this story done of course elmond newton is one of my high 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 memory because he teach me the the way to make picture no complain no apologize like, for example, no, when you have a production, you have 10 million people, lighting tests, something, test, it was him, me, one assistant, him, one assistant, a model, basta. And one people doing hair makeup. I always say to me, listen, to make a great picture, we need a, one meter, one meter, and basta. We need the flash. Basta. We don't. We uh, we can make amazing picture to a big, a small production in one meter room, one meter square room with a light, with a the flashlight. Mm-hmm. Then uh, that means uh, when you you work with Helmut, you have to be focused like uh, Champions League. No. You you uh, you cannot um, leave everything by chance. You have to be really prepared, uh, uh, focus. Uh, right there with the racks. He came and said, "Oh, that's a great." He said to me, "You are you are obsessed by fashion. I can see you are obsessed by fashion because uh, he, he saw my research, you know, researching accessories editing, and he came always really prepared. But it's so quickly. We did. Uh, we used to do uh, a story in one day. At After lunch, two o'clock, finito. Because it was uh, doing very, in an analogic way,
0: three? Three clicks. Okay, we have it. But I think that, that part of the success of, of those shoots is because, like you said, you prepare so much. You're, when you prepare so much. As, much as you as you do, as soon as you prepare that much, when you get onto set, because you've done all that preparing, you can let go and just experience the moment as it's happening. Because you've done all that work, you can be free, I guess, to a certain extent.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But I want to tell you, you the, for example, Newton's story. Long preparation, but as a Champions League, when you have a long preparation, but... In one point, at one point, is, uh, you had to go in the, in the field. You had to make a goal. It doesn't matter if you have a long preparation, but when you come to, in front of the photographer, you're speechless, no? You yeah. had to, to be so prepared, but then go for it. And make uh, this kind of... Uh, the work team, not lose time, not lose energy. It may, and most important, seduce the photographer because the photographer, like Newton, is so, ma- so, is so amazing like that. He saw so many things, but he doesn't want to lose time. He mm-hmm. wants to be fascinated by you, about your story, your storytelling. But also, it doesn't have time mm-hmm. for listen to them. You have to be quickly, seducive, Preparate, like a, a soccer. I always say soccer ball is a perfect because if you, for example, you play a lot, you no, know, you arrive in the, in the field perfect, but you lose control, you lose the focus, you lose the moment to put um, to put the goal, oh, you no, know, yeah. to make a goal. Okay then it's like that it's like olympic game you have to be ready
0: by that time you have a five minutes yeah all the preparation for the the olympic t- yeah i get it i get it did you get it you, when you were traveling the world so sunny was she hands-on or did she just let you run with it like okay this is the theme go and or was she very particular and wanted to see everything ahead of time so she, she
1: was, i mean she she was the best uh, Control and let you go. I mean, like she was super control everything, but she always give us the freedom to to do in our way. But you should understand what she expected. In any case, it was a kind of uh, uh, other, uh, uh, like a friendly uh, love relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, she give us, uh, give me, Alice, all the people, uh, three words. No, like, uh, for example, go to you Newton, make fierce, sexy and elegant. Mm. But then you have your moment to make in your way, but you understand perfectly what she's expecting for. Then I think uh, I have a great relationship with her because also when she gave me Roma Vogue, then it was six years of my life and another big challenge in Roma Vogue, she was saying to me, why you don't do Roma Vogue you know, you can be chief of Roma I said, are you sure you want, I, you, I can be? She said, I'm, I'm sure you have the, the possibility. You have the talent in yourself. I think you can make it really well because you are very organized, but you can make it in your way. You know, that was the relationship. And I, I feel honored that you always gave me lots of big challenging. Mm-hmm. And I, of course I, I go in my way, but I always having her in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she was my mentor, and un- understood. Uh, I was understand very well what kind of uh, not par- uh, what kind of rules mm-hmm. she gave to us. Because of Vogue is was a language, international language, but she it was full of unexpected uh, things. But also it was very uh, powerful, uh, uh, seductive, joyful. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not was we was working for Vogue, not for ID. You know what I mean? Yeah, then you way. had to be. You have to came with the, your uh, rules in mind. Because, for example, the phase I did in mean, that moment, this was fantastic, you know, Rebel magazine. Yes. That's one thing. Rule was another one. Then you had to make the right choice in the middle of this kind of rules, international rules. That was the...
0: Was your you know so you took over you she put you in charge of or she designed you for to be in charge of Roma Vogue. Vogue. At what point did you get your own personal style? Was it always so flamboyant, or did that come over the time, or was that influenced later when the whole later later with the concrete catwalk and all of that? It came became more flamboyant. Mm, yeah, later. I
1: mean, in the, in all, during this old uh, school, diciamo this school moment. <laughs> 12 years in Vogue, I uh, was thinking about my style because I was so concentrated about my job. Uh, actually, I was wearing uniform, I was wearing always men's clothes because I was working. Mm. Then I didn't have a time to put a feather or high heel. I was always in a long style uh. because that was also very, in fact, everyone knows me. Say, ah, I, your style is so good because it was so androgynous. Uh, I will, I like so much when you, I say, all right. But that was, I was feeling beginner in the moment moment after that because also I need to be very practical, very pragmatic, you know, with my with my uniform. But after that, finish Rome Vogue. I was really at the moment, I would say, I think my school is done, definitely. Now I have to express myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I say to Franca, Franca, I love you so much. I spend with you 12 years in Vogue, 6 years in Vogue, then 18. Yeah. But now I need to express myself in a uh, I was having also this feeling about freestyle vibe uh, web uh, uh, internet uh, all these things started very strongly and I thought that was the preferred channel for me for express myself and I stepped out from Connes Italia uh, and I said to her I think also I should come back to me- to women because men is enough mm. uh, and it was a uh, 6 year in the with a lot of responsibility also which is was another I love this moment because it was another challenge that I made it, but I, my love is women fashion. And mm-hmm. um, then I said, it's the right moment to step out. And then also, I was, it was the time to enjoy myself. I did, uh, it was finito, uh, sold moment. Yeah. It was time to really express myself, also physically enjoy, um, and then also, I, oh, I always love this kind of flamboyant style from because I come from South Italy, where it's typical, not colorful, joyful, um, and then happen because uh, I start also this fashion incredible moment called street style yeah. and in so web. Too.
0: What was that like for you to be basically you are the queen of street you were the queen of street style you you basically created a, a whole industry uh, was built on on the back of your most amazing outfits. How does that make you feel?
1: At that point, at that moment, uh, we, I didn't thinking about that. I was just really enjoy what uh, what was happening because it was a kind of celebration of fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was two thousand seven, mm-hmm. two thousand seven, and uh, it was a moment after the really uh, ninety, very really simple, very very Aulic, very simple but strong, yeah. strict, blah 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 blah. Uh, it was a time for me to enjoy fashion, to celebrate in fashion. Also, it was a right time for economy, for consumer fashion. And instinctively, I didn't think in, uh, I'm going to create. Uh, no, I, I, no, I was in that mood. I was just web, internet, channel, challenge, uh, channel is a good channel to express yourself. Uh, but uh, so far, celebrating fashion. Mm-hmm. It's time to go to a uh, party, go to uh, a party, go uh, um, at a show, with this enjoy and uh, enjoy, enjoy show because it was a too also it was a great great economic moment for fashion yes, it was. starting uh, that was the, the beginning of the millennium. It was fantastic. It was a, for everyone. It was a big um, boom. Yeah, it was the moment of everyone a
0: boom and excess. It was crazy up until two thousand and eight. Everyone, it, we were on a on a high. We didn't realize how high we were. No, we was just
1: enjoying. Remember the mat. Always, I want to give you the comparison of the Met. Yeah. Uh, the Met ball slowly, slowly became the like Oscar night of fashion. At the beginning, it was a very great party, but. It was like a big moment of fashion. Yeah. It was uh, okay, uh, an event uh, like or uh, like Hollywood party. But after slowly, slowly became because every step, uh, every moment of fashion, every event of fashion became a spot, a spot of of. Uh, also, the remember the balmasque of Karim. Yeah, uh, it was incredible. In the beginning, it was oh my god, a balmasque, What we had to wear?ing I would say oh my god, uh, because we don't used to go really dress up at the party. But became an exercise of ourselves. All the people also working work in into fashion mm-hmm. to ex to try to make it. Uh, a celebration of yeah. a outfit or party. And also, I enjoy and consume fashion. I remember for masque Balmasque of Karine, I was looking desperately for this uh, mask, for this hat. And I remember when I found it in London, I was in London and I saw this Garry hat with a feather yes. at the show studio. I was like, this is perfect for the Balmasque. I was talking with, I called Nick Knight, please Nick, can I borrow, can I, not can I borrow, can I buy this pieces? Because it was pieces from the archive, yeah. inside of show studio. And I said to Alexander Fourier also, it was interviewing interview myself, please I have to have this this satisfaction. So Chase was a desperately a research of pieces, mm-hmm. standing pieces. And I think this was my moment. When I wore this uh, warrior feather of Gary Garephiu, uh, this balmascale of Karina, I think I made my dream. Yeah. Because uh, I made my dream to be part of the fashion style system yeah. and also to be to feel a little bit model for one night because we used to be invisible beyond the camera. We used to work like crazy. Remember Jesse, in the 90, all the magazine we was it was right just the name of the photographer, not the right anything, not the right this fashion editor. Yeah, it's no was editor, my the stylist, none not of that stylist, character. not the... Yeah. Uh, then you made all your, your your incredible story with the somewhere with the blow but no name on it yeah. you know but then it was a little bit frustrated because it was a 10 years okay for me it was my life okay but when after came another 10 years when your name is was visible, as you feel a little bit yeah. also
0: recognized absolutely
1: recognizable You say oh finally the camera took to me yeah. and second also I was enjoyed to be in front of the camera because I, I learned so much from all the models. And then I was watching crazy, you know, During this, I was always see how they move, how they act, and I was say, "Oh, okay, you should. When you do picture, you have to be
0: straight, you have to the to the be, side, no. shoulders back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was enjoy. I was say
1: this is like Cinderella. Finally, invite I invite to the ball. I became invited to the ball
0: and but, uh, but then but now i mean so the the era of you know street style it continues but it's different today because a lot of people are given their clothes they're they're dressed head to toe by a designer it's not like when you were putting things together no, and and wearing young no. designers to yeah. celebrate them but you are giving back now because you're you're you know um an ambassador a teacher at the instituto marangoni so you know you talked about how you know your years at Vogue were, were your years of study for a certain extent, but now you are the teacher. What's it like to be the teacher?
1: Yes, I think when Marangoni came to me, this was the right moment. I, I never thought, I never thinking about me to be a teacher because uh, uh, this is, no, I mean, it's part of my uh, university because I, I'm um, graduating in history of art. Mm-hmm. Then in Italy, you can go to teach at the school, and you can be a teacher, but that's not what was my goal. But in any case, when Marangoni came to me and said, is the right time to share, to give back uh, all my experience, because uh, I also make a lot of energy to uh, former my assistant. Uh, one important part of my job is was having a great team, the fashion team, whatever I'm not fashion, generally, mm-hmm. having a strong fashion uh, fashion team because our work is about is about team. It's not about individuality. And then I always put a lot of energy to to make all my girl or my boy uh, grew up with me, having uh, having the right advice as I had. Uh, when Maragoni arrived, it was also time for me to change. I was feeling I had to change. That's why I made also. Uh, the my events i give my i give back all my looks because I said this is already over mm-hmm. uh no, this the trialoo this uh, is only over for me but uh, it's time to give back the luckiness also the experience the um, all my uh, all my background because i want to share i want to share this kind of experience and uh, i tell oh, oh, i say to maragoni okay perfect for me also because i'm um, I'm good on that because if you see my assistant became all my assistants became very good, uh, good uh, professional people. Yeah, you. professional uh, you, you, you,
0: Yeah, while you've been working, you know, at Vogue in, in Italy and, and also for what you do with Vogue Japan now, I mean, all of your assistants over the years have gone on to do great things within the industry. You've been an incredible teacher. Yeah, actually, in that way. Yeah,
1: because uh, because yeah, because I spend I spend a very uh, lot of energy and good eyes to them. But then was at the point it was a, the right time to give to the student. But I say also to Marangoni, I want to work in my way like. Uh, Not teaching teaching history of uh, fashion, but I want to do a workshop. Mm. It's kind of workshop, a kind of playground. As because that's I'm good on it. Because for me, fashion is not something that you had to know, but you had to practice. It's a practice. It's like yoga. You cannot uh, talking about fashion if you don't practice fashion. If you don't, that's why. When you dress yourself, it's a good pratic because you understand fashion. How hard it is, how hard it can be pull a, a grey outfit and acting with a good outfit. Because fashion is also that: is interpretation of a, of a, 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 a clothes. It's not just clothes like that. It's a, yeah. an attitude that uh, make your uh, femininity or whatever. You're uh, strong, it's a.
0: It's self-expression. it says, yeah. you know, it tells a story. Absolutely. Tell the story. Absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely then. The story. It,
1: you have to practice then I said to the to a Marangoni student we're going to do um workshop and we uh, wherever a contest playground a workshop but then I, I made all this new new I mean all this new format let's say for them and they also i go to I learned so much from them because mm-hmm. of the feedback from my what they say to me from my career they make me again another challenge another uh, ice fresh another consciousness because for me fashion is a uh, be conscious mm-hmm. because when fashion tell you something you should be ready to change and mm-hmm. uh, 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 this is for me I, I feel about about clothes about about uh, it's incredible like fashion for me is my unconscious language when uh, i don't feel uh, f- um, i don't feel um, comfortable in the outfit uh, I understand why, I, I mean, the, it's the time to change. That's why at one point they said basta, I cannot go for it uh, about this kind of kermesse, freestyle. three style, yeah. I prefer now to be more selective, more mm-hmm. editing, the, very, yeah. The, yeah, also step back. Yeah. I also step back because no, I don't feel comfortable anymore because fashion tell you that.
0: Well, I mean, I know you've I, I know you stepped back a little bit from the whole craziness, but I think, well, the world now has kind of followed you. It's all, everybody's stepped back now. What do you think is the future for fashion? Where do you think we're going from here? You know, what what is your feeling? Because as somebody who had already kind of, you know, slowed down, stepped back, you know, when you're not in the fashion shows, you're in Puglia, you're you really separate yourself from the craziness of it all. How do you, do you see things going?
1: You know, Aladdin, you know, Aladdin, Aladdin, no? Well, fashion for me is a lot genius for me. something then it it tells me what I had to do. A step back two year ago. Remember this event and then I made in the in yeah two year ago. Uh, uh, because I, I was feeling uh, not the pandemic of course this this strange awful moment, but I was feeling that something happens, something going to change. Is not uh, also you should. Uh, Step back because it's time to give to the younger generation the room, the, um, uh, the, 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 the room, the, yeah. the, the to the shetro. Because I, I told the future, I cannot tell you where we're going because I, I'm sure the future of uh, the next generation, they're going to talking about that. They will tell you very soon, but give time, give him. Give them the time to be a little bit grow up, but is already a big tsunami fashion. But this is happened, not about pandemic. Pandemic is in, a, in, a, in acceleration, but this is happened, I think see three three four year ago already. Yeah. When yeah something was completely changed, and when it start. Luckily, when for me. We can say after Virgil, after Virgil at, at um, uh, Witon. This was an epic moment for me to, to feel it's time to give to the young, incredible talent and generation the lochetto, come si dice lochetto, the king of, of fashion. Give, I mean, they give are,
0: them the keys, the, give them the pass the baton or give them the, yes, I see what you're saying. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Plus, uh, because also yeah, now it's all about young. It's all about uh, it's all about the young, to Young um, uh, vibe, young consume. Who consume fashion now? Or we have a luxury, very high, high, high luxury. For example, in Japan, in Japan, at this time, Hermes made the twenty 20% percent more, two and two hundred percent is incredible. Hermès made all budget, all the all budget of Isetana is made by Hermès. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing, the, the, as they said, it's insane how, they, uh, they, how Hermès goes in that moment. All, all right, this is, is very, very important to observe. Or you go very, very high, or you go in a new generational consumer fashion, which is a commerce, which is a graphic, which is Virgil of White, all this uh, young, yeah, sustainable, direct to consumer, sustainable, yeah, all of that. Uh, oh, inter- the, the diversity, inclusivity, uh, all, this, uh, all this incredible great message. Then also fashion became militant, became part of the social. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I have a dude, I want to tell you, I have a question for you, but always thinking about In that moment, fashion also became very politic, very, very political approach, because finally we're talking about including all the diversity inside, we include all uh, the sustainability um, question and blah, 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 finally. Then became very mature. Fashion became mature, more mature than in than the last fifteen years. Yeah. But uh, is in a yeah. in a certain way. But what I'm looking strange now to me is the this kind of uh, influencer, which is I love the influencer. But when it, when they interpret the looks, but now became more and more and more. All the brand, the all the brand now having a lot of, more and more influencer. Uh, dress up by the, totally. by the brand, yeah. total look. And look, everything look very similar. A very, very also, a little bit parody, uh, uh, parody a little bit apparently of, um, yeah. of fashion. How this is happening? Why? I thought after that moment also, this kind of uh, kermesse a little bit fake, because it's fake when you borrow clothes, it's not anymore fashion, it's not interpretation style. Not to also this one, not go a little bit more down. And there are many influencers in that different way, but which is a lot because it's young, they talking about fashion, they interpreted fashion, but not so many as we see still now. I think this is strange because this is doesn't, doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. This, you know, it became a little bit strange how fashion became very more mature and you see still in all this... A show around the show, these yeah. people,
0: uh, yeah, it's become a business. Yeah. It's no, there's the creativity, it's no longer business at the service of creativity, maybe it's more creativity at the service of business. I think, that but you
1: know, now they don't sell anymore as before, yeah. We uh, because in digital, uh, appunto, for example, in, in TikTok, all this platform. They don't like this kind of. Uh, they ever start study, study, all this, attitude uh, that they, they see they don't have the same effect as used to be because they, they the young generation knows everything. This is became too too much uh, fashion, too much fake. It's yeah. it's fake because it's not more a passion of fashion. It's more like uh, when it's too much fashion doesn't like it? when it's too much fake. Is not, and they, it doesn't have the same effect yeah. as a digital consumer. Anyway, this was my, something that I was thinking a uh, last show because I said, "Stranger, every uh, everyone do a step back. Everyone come to thinking about fashion. How how we go?" And this one became more and more. But in Italy, is insane. Oh, so many. Also, you cannot even know who they are. Also, there are no many photographers around no. because of about pandemic, you no? Know? It was less less crowd outside. But yeah. the but anyway. But a lot of people, a- but
0: a lot of people, yeah, I don't recognize them. It's true. I'm like, I'm like, who's that? All right, let, let me ask you my five generic fashion questions then. So um I asked this to everybody. So the first one is what is your favorite piece of clothing that you own? Oh no, I want to
1: tell you. Shoes for sure. I can I can be I can be naked but with the right shoes. I cannot be wearing a great clothes with cheap or barefoot. For me, shoes is a point of, uh, my point of start point of fashion, then high heel.
0: High heel? You have you, to
1: have, have, have a boots, care? a boots.
0: A good pair no, of
1: boots. A boots, vinyl boots, uh, let's say red, just to give an idea, because that can change all, all your clothes, also can make a refresh of your clothes then. I. Give up, uh, I, um, I give up a lot of looks, uh, a lot of looks on my collection, but shoes uh, I keep it
0: <laughs> the right <are>
1: shoes because <laughs> I cannot be with the cheap shoes that okay. I can.
0: So, you keep the red vinyl boots, you have to keep those, but, okay? Okay, yeah. Okay you know not everybody can spend a lot of money on fashion some people want to you know you want to buy one thing that you spend a lot of money on and invest in what would be that one item of on clothing that you would say a woman or a man should really spend the money on i told you again shoes <laughs> check Shoes, high <laughs> no shoes because, for
1: example, if you have a um, black uh, coat, or if you have a black, uh, everyone has a black coat or, or black dress, if you change your shoes, it's another look. Then, uh, please invest in a great pair of shoes, uh, then give you an attitude give you, because the attitude is changing a world. And for me, starting from the shoes. <laughs>
0: okay. let say shoes. shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. Who is Choose your you. <laughs> Who is your favorite designer, living or dead?
1: No, I cannot tell you this one because you may mean uh, also because I always say that uh, I love fashion. Generally, is like a necklace with the pearls. If I if I take off one pearl, other other one. Uh, you're gonna know, going to falling down check is it connected for me fashion is that one one um, designer is connected to the other in the moment is very impossible to to the edit one no
0: okay.
1: i cannot what? tell you one
0: okay i that's i love that example I, I haven't heard that before i really like it so but second to last question is what trend will you never follow? Is there one fashion trend you will never follow? No,
1: no, no, every trend, every trend. I'm totally fashion victim, you know me. Still, I get old and older, but if the trend became uh, whatever, I will try to make my, I love trend This is fascinating because I always say to me, Ma, what, kind of your, what is your style? Listen, I, for my style, I don't care. I don't want thinking about my style. I was fascinated by this Aladdin genius then change every season, make me thinking differently, uh, can change my proportion, uh, give another kind of body. Uh, I don't like style. Style for me, when you get older, you, you get in, a, in your home style because you feel comfortable. I don't want to be in my comfort zone. Fashion always put me in outside zone, which is fantastic because for me, this is keeping me younger.
0: I love that answer. Okay, last question. What do you love most about fashion? Yeah, they
1: tell you the challenging, because uh, as I tell you, fashion for me is not comfortable, no comfort zone, no comfortable, no, uh, no it's not, n- never made me sure about, it's always make me ins- insecure, made me also anxious, always made me thinking, oh, I always, I oh, sometimes always thinking, oh, that's, that's pretty good. I see Instagram, I saw another thing made me cry, I say, oh my God. I mean, it's always, I always tell you not now, not tomorrow. It's keep changing, keep changing, keep changing. It's a a wave, a fantastic, because for me, I will die with this dude of fashion. Like, I'm dressed, I'm okay. I'm in a good mood. You know what I mean? It's a dude, dude, doubt. You like 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 my doubt?
0: So wait, when fashion fashion is your doubt? I mean you mean that fashion you mean that fashion challenges you always?
1: Always, always.
0: See my doubt, like
1: I'm never sure about. I never I never sure. I have my shooting to in a week, I had to do my shooting. I I always looking for everything research because I'm never sure about what you have in your hand. Is already gone. You have to, that's why next generation is now it's time to give their rooms to the new generation because they're going to tell us, nobody knows where, where fashion goes, why? Because it's about the next generation. They will tell us, why ask me? Ask the the ask the brother of Virgin. <laughs> you know, I had to ask to my niece. Where fashion goes, in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. fashion, yeah, I have to, ask my, kids. I have always... to ask my kids. Absolutely, yeah, ask <laughs> the kids. Always fashion took me in a strange place where I feel insecure. That is the best job because you always you always keep your eyes fresh, keep your mind open. Is always you have to be. All attention, never sit like comfortable, no good.
0: Anna, grazie mille, this was wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No,
1: thank you so much. I okay. hope you have uh, what you get, what you want to get.
0: I always get what I want with you, Anna, always. Thank you. Me too, thank you. I
1: feel okay. so comfortable uh, and I can give you a big kiss. Ciao, Jessie. we bye. see you all uh, hope, uh, hope, uh,
0: soon. Me too, bye bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye, ciao. Don't want to miss an episode of Fashion Your Seatbelt? No problem. Just go to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and click on the subscribe button. Then every new episode will drop into your feed automatically. No fuss, no muss. Believe me, I know. I'm Jessica Michaud.